I will be sharing with you some ways to know if you are indeed a light worker. You may never have considered it. Um, or for some of you, you may feel like, oh yeah, I know, you know, I know that I am. Knowing that we are in difficult times, but that you are so needed in the world right now. You know, you came here on purpose. You came here for a purpose. Hey there, bliss babes. Hey there, wise women. It's Coach Viv here. I wanted to film outside. Welcome to episode 87 of In the Flow of Magic. It's Coach Viv here, and I'm so happy you're here. And I'll blend in a little bit update on how my Italian is going. And our theme today, though, is how to know if you are, if you are a light worker. So stay tuned. Now, remember, the audio is pulled from a video, so you might hear the sound of trees and wind. Uh, at the beginning, I'm walking outside. If you'd like to actually see the video, you could go to my YouTube channel, Yoga Bliss Dance, or go to my website, In the Flow of Magic, and go to the blog or podcast in the um, header, and you'll find this episode. Okay, so first, I want to recommend that you check out, and I'll put it below, a video by Christina Lopes. It's called The 10 Signs That You Are a Light Worker. Okay, it's a really good video and it partially inspired this. I was also inspired because during a session of my, um, one of my programs on money mindset, we were doing an intuitive process and one of the students got a message that she is a light worker. Now, I already knew that about her. Like, I already was like, of course. I thought the message was absolutely perfect, but she actually had never heard of the word lightworker. And so that combined with seeing Christina's video made me realize that I think that was a nice topic that I should cover. Or what would be the definition of a lightworker? A lightworker is someone whose soul, whose spirit has decided to reincarnate at this time on the planet specifically to help to uplift, to heal, but to just really help bring light and light and love to the planet. Now, it doesn't mean that your personality knows necessarily, but it was like a soul decision to be here doing, during tumultuous times. So a light worker soul has chosen to incarnate at this time for a purpose. And so one of the main things that I wanna cover in my video, assuming that you will go and see Christina's video, is about our sensitivity. So if you are indeed a light worker, um, one of the main things that comes up is that you are very sensitive. And I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to pick out that piece of it and discuss that. If you are a light worker, sensitivity is one of the hallmarks. So it's a positive and a negative at the same time. Okay. One of the traits of a light worker is that they transmute energy, that they shift energy. By definition, they're here to, as I said, to uplift and change some of the um, more difficult forces, lower level forces. And so you have to be sensitive, like that's the good side. You have to be able to tune in, you have to be able to um, feel other people's energy. That's part of it, right? That's actually part of being a light worker. Now, the negative of that is that yes, you do feel other people's energy. If somebody, if you are in a place 
or a city or a town where there's a lot of negative energy, it's literally moving through you in a way that it might not move through or affect someone who is not a light worker. Because you have this deep awareness of energies, both good and bad, you, as Christina was talking about, you need to be able to transmute it or clear it out of you. So that sensitivity is a positive, but it also means that you can get overloaded with negativity. And then you might feel like, well, I'm definitely not a light worker. I'm, I, you know, I'm having all these problems, but the problems can be because you are so sensitive, okay? So how does that play out? Diet is one way that it plays out that I wanted to share with you. Your metabolism could be extremely sensitive such that small amounts of things that are just common things that wouldn't affect other people can really throw you off. Like even small amounts of sugar or small amounts of caffeine. And of course there are different reasons, but again, why is that sensitivity there? So for me, now at this point in my life, I find that I really don't handle caffeine well at all. Like the smallest amount. I mentioned this in another video. I went from, I certainly can't drink coffee. Black tea is too strong for me. I went to matcha, which is like a green tea. And even that I realized was just too much for my system. So that is what can happen. That sensitivity, just know that that is, along with being like a highly sensitive per person in HSB, if you have the strong sense of mission that you are here to serve, that you're here to help, whether it's a particular cause or a particular group or everyone, that is the hallmark of a light worker. Okay, that's sort of built into you. So if you have that, you can know that you are. And so what I'm saying is that sensitivity, you have to be aware of things like your diet and also your surroundings. Um, I've had friends make jokes about, um, actually, as I'm outside down by the river, um, a friend who was a very much a city person was joking about that people who live out in the country that they're like almost um, she just saw that as a negative as like oh they couldn't cope with the city and I think that's actually really um, a sort of backward looking uh, backward way of looking at it so yeah if you're very sensitive you may need to be in an environment where you're closer to nature that's how all of our ancestors lived just understand that that is normal for you to be very sensitive to your environment and you a huge part of your anxiety if you have anxiety maybe because you're in an environment that is you're in an environment that's not conducive for you as a highly sensitive person as a light worker another of the 10 signs that Christina brought up is that a true light worker wants to constantly evolve you see life as a growth adventure like you understand that if you're a true light worker and truly evolved you're not going to think that you're perfect in fact you're going to really be willing to look inside right you're going to be willing to do what's called often called shadow work that sensitivity exists but also there's the strength the inner strength that you have to look inside yourself which many people actually run from right so just so you know that that is something that's another sign of being a light worker is that you're interested in your inner world you're interested in behaviors, habits, paradigms that may be past life, they may be early childhood, you're interested in growing, right? That is one of the hallmarks of a light worker is you always want to be evolving. You always 
um, your energy needs to be moving, which she talks about also a bit more because that's part of it is that you, I would almost say it's like you're vibrating at a higher rate. And so stagnation, uh, staying the same feels very painful for you. And the other main thing as a light worker, if you feel that you are a light worker, is you need to understand how to manage your energy. So again, because all these energies are gonna be swirling around you that you're very sensitive to, you have to find a way to have to be able to hold your own frequency. That's what I wanna say. You have to be able to hold your own frequency regardless of what is going on. This training that I have created is about managing your energy, protecting your energy, and about evolving your energy through the chakras, through the subtle energy body, okay? So it isn't just memorizing a list. It's not from the outer, it's inner work, it's inner alchemy. So I really invite you to check out my course if you are looking for a methodology and just, just to evolve further on your path as a light worker, as a healer, as a spiritual being. What's going on? So let me dive deeper into that. What do I mean by hold your own frequency? This can be a real problem for people who are light workers, and it, it's a big problem. You may be perceived as not cold, but that you are not letting things, outside things in the world get to you. So for example, with um, a lot of the unrest and protests that we had in the US in 2020, for example, some folks might perceive you as being um, uninvolved when that's actually not the case. And this is really profound. As a light worker, you're here to maintain a really high vibration, okay? So the planet at this time is, it's almost like there, there's a cloud of chaos. There's a cloud of fear. There's a cloud of anger. And so a light worker, the difficulty is to not get pulled into that level of what's happening because your very gift is that energetically you're holding a higher vibration, okay? Give me a yes in the comments and give me a comment if you understand what I'm saying. And this is really important. That is by definition what a light worker is. Now, some people will use terms like spiritual bypassing. That's not what you're doing. You're not uh, denying reality. You're not saying everything is fine. You see and feel the pain deeply, but you're able to recalibrate back to a place of calm and love. The best way I can describe it, I just got this analogy. Let me know if you guys like feel this, what I'm saying. It's like if there's a boat and it's sinking, you know, there's water's coming in, people are trying to survive and so everybody's frightened. They're struggling. Maybe they're fighting for lifeboats, for example. They're, they're, everybody's in a survival mode and there's like one or two people who are able to stay calm, who can see the whole situation and then make a calm decision as to what to do, okay? So the light worker would want to be that person who can maintain that calm in a situation like that where it's chaotic and know what to do. And even by holding that higher vibration, they are affecting everything else that's going on to keep it from falling into utter chaos, okay? Now I know this sounds really big or really grandiose. Don't let it feel like that for you. 
just know that what I'm saying is in the same way that there are people around the world who are in different religions who they are praying all the time, they're studying all the time, they're monks that we'll never see who are meditating all the time, they're nuns who are meditating all the time. What I'm saying is like, it's those people are holding an energy along with higher beings that is kind of trying to hold the planet together and to balance other more negative forces. So don't feel, in fact, you know, understand that you are to keep, you're supposed to be like the still center and I did a meditation, let me know if you want me to do this meditation, on the, the idea, the energy of a tornado or a cyclone. There's a still point, and it's that still point that gives power, that gives force, right, to this vortex. But there is a still point even in something as incredibly powerful. So what I'm saying is lightworkers in a lot of ways may simply be, they may appear to be that still point. They may appear that they're not doing, but they are because other people are not able to judge that. They're not able to be able to judge. You may not end up being like some famous person or doing anything dramatic in the world, but by your very being, by your inner state, that you maintain and by even how you interact with those around you on an energetic level you are having a positive effect okay like maybe you work with um, preschool children but you maintain such a high pure vibration with them that you're gonna have an impact on their whole lives so just so you know hold your own vibration you have to have practices that support that that is really key so for the bliss babes who are what i call my the younger ladies in my audience you may just be becoming aware of this and there may be an unfoldment for you over years or even decades so you need to you need to have practices and you need to sort of have methods to develop to grow and to uh, protect your energy. My chakra course, which is now called um, Chakra Soul Alchemy, it's about healing, especially if you are a light worker, an empath, or a highly sensitive person. A lot of people, and they're like, oh yes, I know about the chakras. Knowing about the chakras is like reading a book about cooking, okay, <laughs> versus actually cooking. My course, and why I'm inviting you in the audience who are light workers, whether you're just burgeoning, you're just discovering it, or whether you've been on a growth path for a long time, is that my course combines working with chi, activating the energy flow, as well as directly with the chakras, to strengthen your energy system. So it isn't just about theory. Do go check out Christina's um, the 10 signs because i just expounded on a few of them but you want to watch her video and let me know what you think and as i said any questions i'll absolutely answer them ask them if you can in the first 24 hours and i will absolutely come back and answer them and share this with friends so all beings are valuable but again the main clue that you are a light worker is that you feel called to service and that you're deeply heart-centered that there is a part of you that cares very deeply about the pain and the struggle in the world. Okay, so let's go in and edit this video. <laughs> All right, enough for the beautiful day. And a quick update on the Italian, because as I mentioned a couple episodes, episodes ago, I do think it will impact how the uh, podcast evolves. So I have only missed two days so far and I've been studying for about two and a half months, I think. I have the date somewhere. 
So I literally study every day. I've only missed two times out of almost three months. So that's pretty high motivation for me. I'm using Mango Languages and I got a exchange partner who is a native Italian. She's in Bologna and she wants to practice her English. And so she's not tutoring me. We're really just exchanging. But I do feel like I need uh, more practice with language because that's how come in high schools in America or in other countries too, you study a language for four years and then you literally can't speak it when you go to the country. So that is not my intention. So um, share with me if you have any language tips. My website is in the flow of magic, or you can also find me um, on Twitter. All of it is through my website in the flow of magic.com. And I will see you next week. If you'd like to comment, or as I said, um, I'll have this on the blog where you can leave a comment if you choose, or you can also just contact me. I'm now offering readings again for a limited time because I have to have availability to do them in my schedule with the other work that I do. So if you would like an intuitive reading, do head on over to my site and you can read about it and see how to book one. Namaste.